Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the CyberPro Podcast. We are excited to bring you both an educational and a marketing material video focused on our friends at Corbett Cyber Defense. Matthew Klein, Director of Compliance, is going to be talking to us today about CMMC and how they support and help government contractors meet those crazy requirements that we're seeing in the world today. Matthew, thank you so much for being on today's podcast. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Let's start out with this, Matt. What challenges do government contractors typically face when implementing or maintaining strong cyber practices? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, there's a there's a number of hurdles that they could face. Uh, one of the big ones is just keeping up with technology. Um, technology is changing every day. Uh, we're kind of going through a technological revolution right now with the implementation of AI. So we're going to kind of see how all, all that pans out. Um, and then pair that with really a noticeable scarcity of cybersecurity professionals, um, you know, kind of leads to companies being unprepared to implement not only a strong cybersecurity program, but also a strong compliance program. Um, then on top of that, kind of, you know, mix in this artificial muddy of the waters when compliance frameworks change. We have, you know, the cyber AB who had, uh, you know, implemented CMMC, which was five levels. And then recently they went down to three levels, but they've only released two levels. And, uh, I think the third level is supposed to drop next year. Um, you know, this leads to leadership not really wanting to commit resources to cybersecurity or compliance as long as they're still able to kind of operate business as you. There's not a perceived uh, necessity to uh, take that, you know, take that next step. Um, I'll say this, you know, these requirements NIST sought to ISO 27001, they've been around for a while. Uh, the reason they've been around for a while is, you know, because cybersecurity is important. Uh, um, you know, we've seen in the last few years, a big ramp up in cybersecurity attacks and, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with AI now. So, you know, it's important government contracts on the line or not, but you need to get, get yourself secured. No. And, and, and it makes sense. And I think, I think we all agree that compliance and best practices are also kind of missing each other. Some of that is just inherently because acronyms or, or, or people misdefining or redefining things. And, and, and that takes me to, could you explain to us what CUI is and why is that important when we start talking about government contractors and the CMMC conversation? Yeah, that's another good question. Um, so there's like the definition of what FCI and CUI are, you know, FCI is a narrower scope. Um, it's information that is uh, created or disseminated um, either by a third-party contractor or by the government under contract. Uh, this makes up uh, 17 of the requirements in CMMC. And then you have CUI, which is much broader. It makes up all 110 controls of CMMC. It covers all of them. Um, I would recommend anybody go read 32 CFR part 2002. This breaks down what controlled unclassified information is, uh, how to manage it, uh, 
I think one of the issues that we've seen with CY and FCI is, you know, over the years, they've kind of gotten away with not really having to care, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, you know, it's been around for a long time. And, you know, these new cybersecurity controls that we're seeing the cyber AD roll out, they're for good reason. Uh, historically, there hasn't been a lot of accountability for it. Um, with the attacks that occurred between 2018 and 2020, it really created this um, new importance on paying attention to, um, you know, what CY and FCI are, you know, the government style old people's feet to the fire. I love it. And, and I think it's good. I think it's time, right? We have to be in a better place. We have to be working together. I know that Corvid Cyber Defense does some really cool things. You guys have something called the Haven platform. And, and what are some ways that that platform is providing cyber services to government contractors and businesses alike? One of our core objectives is just to simplify the process, both the cybersecurity process and the uh, compliance process. Um, we offer tailored configurations for our customers. Um, we have a consistent team on board, and this removes a lot of the complexities of uh, you know, managing security. Uh, we set ourselves up to make security and compliance both more accessible and less of a hassle. You know, I'd say it's, uh, it's important because our customers are still trying to run a business. Um, it's extremely important work, but it's likely out of a wheelhouse many of our customers and they just need help, you know, made easy for them, but also effective and, you know, budget friendly. Matt, talk to me about why Corvid Cyber Defense is uniquely positioned to help government contractors meet those requirements of CMMC, NIST, and other compliance controls. And, and, and how are you doing that? Right. So, uh, we offer a number of MSSB services to help our customers achieve a high level of security. And then we pair this with compliance. So when you purchase MSSP services from us, you're not just getting the services that you purchase. You're also getting uh, the language that will meet the control for each of those requirements that are affected by the services that you purchase. So one of the ways that we break down our requirements for NIST, CMMC, is when you look at CMMC controls, there are 110 requirements, right? Same with NIST 171 because they mirror each other. There are actually 350 some odd sub requirements that need to be taken into consideration. And so I think one of the things that you would see typically is people addressing the higher level of requirement and not necessarily the sub requirements that are associated with them. We've broken down each sub requirement for our customer. And this is important, not just for people who are going through the CMMC process or trying to get themselves certified, but anybody that's looking to improve their cybersecurity, these, these compliance requirements that exist uh, are there to help somebody put together a strong cybersecurity program, whether or not they're going for some government contract. Um, so we've broken down each individual sub-requirement 
and created uh, all of the language necessary for our MSSP services wherever they're applicable. Uh, we've created a responsibility matrix that identifies these requirements and sub-requirements uh, to identify which higher level requirement would be solely uh, managed by us on behalf of our customer. Requirements that are joint requirements where you'll see the sub-requirements broken down you would, you know, your company would be responsible for writing the policies or, or, or deciding, you know, how you want to manage something. And then we would be responsible for the implementation of those controls, uh, later on. Um, and then we, the responsibility matrix would list out all of the controls that are really not managed by us at all, but it gives you a, a quick uh, an easy to read delineation of who is responsible for what and what work needs to be done. Uh, if you go with us, you know, for the compliance aspect of things, one of the additional uh, bonuses is we've actually created templatized language for every single security control. Uh, and this is really good for a couple of reasons. If you're somebody, so one of the, the way that we broke out these cybersecurity controls uh, or created a templatized language for it is we took best practices in the field, uh, common ways that people would implement these controls. So uh, if you're using Microsoft Active Directory or Microsoft Intune or something, uh, those programs are listed out in our language. That's how you guys would manage it. So if you're a company that already does that, the language that we have is good to go. You're done. You don't have to do anything else. The language is satisfactory. If you do it in a different way, the language still exists and you'll have to pull out Microsoft Active Directory and then include whatever tool that you're using. They just review the language, make sure that it aligns with your program. If you don't have anything implemented at all, we've given you a blueprint on how to meet compliance for each sub-requirement, not just main level requirement. And we've done this for the, we've created a system security plan in this way we've created all of your, your domain policies in this way. So we give you a roadmap to compliance and help you, uh, you know, achieve that easily. We've taken a lot of the, the difficulty in creating language out of it. Matt, that's amazing. I mean, that's foolproof. And we know as government contractors, they have a lot of other things on their minds, right? Completing the contract, winning more contracts. I think one thing that I'd like you to highlight before we finish with kind of the final question is Corvette Cyber Defense is owned by a government contractor. So you guys are uniquely positioned to understand what those requirements mean, right? That's correct. What advice do you have for government contractors who are looking to enhance their cybersecurity posture, ensure they meet those compliance requirements such as CMMC and NIST? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, I'd say understand the compliance requirements. Uh, have somebody within your company that really understands them. Uh, your company will ultimately be responsible for you know, meeting compliance. Uh, so make sure you know what the requirements are. You don't want to lose out on contracts once the government drops the hammer on this stuff because you thought you were good to go and it turns out that you're not. Um, and then the other advice that I would have is get help. 
there's a lot of companies out there that can provide services, MSP services or MSSP services or VCSO services um, that are well positioned. They have the cybersecurity professionals that can help you get through the uh, through the process and stay with you all the way through your assessment. Um, so yeah, get help if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't have the staff for it. Matt, thank you so much for being on and, and thanks to Corbett Cyber Defense for being on the CyberPro podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.